Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. So it turns out that the race for the new House Speaker has another name in the mix. Perhaps Nancy Mace, the South Carolina Congresswoman. Maybe she'll want the job as well. I don't like that idea. But I do love the idea of Jim Jordan. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here. 855-839-1210. On Twitter, at Rich Zioli. Are you happy? Are you sad about the ouster of Kevin McCarthy? You've been yelled at. You've been screamed at. You've been called a Marxist. You've been accused of siding with Hakeem Jeffries. You've been accused of undermining your country. You've been accused of all kinds of horrible things. How you doing? You okay? You hanging in there? Huh? You all right? I got yelled at a lot last night listening to the radio on my way over to the FOP Lodge 5 to see my friends from the Families Behind the Badge Children's Foundation for their awards ceremony. All the money that you helped raise them with the Bend to the Shore bike ride. My buddy Nick Kale riding his bike, of course, even though whether or not he actually rode the bike the whole time is in dispute. Just kidding. Uh, and all your generosity to that incredible foundation, the FOP Lodge 5 Survivors Fund, and the cops, the firemen too. Uh, all the great work, and uh, a lot of people last night received checks to help out the families of um, survivors, police and firefighters killed in the line of duty, hurt in the line of duty. So it was a great night at the FOP Lodge 5. I love going up there to the Northeast, see my buddy Steve Weiler, and uh, it was a lot of fun. So Bridesburg Pub, by the way, Weiler's got a bar. So he's got a bar, the Bridesburg Pub. I'm going to go there for a drink at some point. It's right by the Betsy Ross Bridge. i got to figure out a time to do it. Tonight is Red October Part 2. It is uh, the second game tonight, of course, the Phils. We will turn it over later in the show tonight to Dorenzo and Borowski. And we'll find out what the scene is like if you're heading down to the ballpark. You're wearing your Red October gear. You're fired up. You should be fired up. Absolutely. 855-839-1210. I asked uh, Denny and Yardley to hang on the phone for me over the break, and he was kind enough to do so. Denny, go ahead, sir. How are you? Hey, Rich. Great to hear from you, and uh, thanks for taking my call. I'm good. Um, I'm I'm thrilled, thrilled with what happened, and um, I just feel like I'm completely on an island with with you know, everything that happened transpired yesterday. Um, 
it, it's just it's just blowing me away that more people aren't happy with what happened. Um, it, it just I, I don't understand. Kevin McCarthy. Yeah. I mean, he 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 wasn't getting the job done. I, I mean, I'm in sales. If I don't hit my quota, I'm in big trouble. If I don't if I, if I don't make my number every month, it's not good. Well, McCarthy wasn't hitting his number, and the things that he did get through, he only got through because he was forced by Gates to to get it done. That's what a lot of people don't understand. If Gates never got involved, then who knows where where the Republican Party in the House would be today. So I just I, I just don't understand. I think it was a great thing that happened. McCarthy never should have been House Speaker. I'm glad he's gone. He's a nice guy. Um, he's a politician, but he's not what we we need right now in this country. Not at all. Yeah, well said, my man. Well said, Denny. You nailed it. Thanks for holding on to the phone. I appreciate it, pal. No problem. Thank you. 855-839-1210 on X at Rich Zioli. Yeah, I mean, look, that's the thing. It's like, you know, I like, first of all, at the end of the day, nobody gives a damn about Kevin McCarthy. Nobody cares. No one cares. Really, truly. I mean, outside of a very small group of people, no one cares about the guy. Why should you care? Why should you think Kevin McCarthy is going to go to battle for you if you got fired at your job for not delivering? Like Denny just said, he doesn't meet his, miss his he doesn't meet his quota. He gets fired. You think Kevin McCarthy's gonna have a fit? You think people are gonna start screaming about his boss being a bunch of Marxists and commies because they fired the guy for not delivering on his job? Hey, Kevin McCarthy did not deliver on his job. And yeah, Republicans reach across the aisle with Democrats and did it. And they're the worst people on earth. When they reach across the aisle with Democrats to to give Ukraine $125 billion, they're freaking heroes. Come on. Enough already with this nonsense. I'm I'm actually amazed. I, I'm, my 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 head is blown at the state of conservative talk radio in America right now. It's my head is blown by this. And to hear people quote Rush Limbaugh and, and say like Rush Limbaugh would have been appalled by what happened last night. You really think Rush Limbaugh would give a damn about saving Kevin McCarthy's ass when the guy handed the Democrats everything they wanted in this CR? You think Rush Limbaugh would have been fighting for Kevin McCarthy last night? Hey, stop already. We're supposed to we're supposed to be the ones that 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 fight for this country even when it's not popular to do so. And last time I checked, the only reason why conservative talk radio still exists and the reason why I don't have to worry about losing my job to artificial intelligence or is because we are the anti-establishment. You have CBS, ABC, NBC, MSNBC, CNN, and sometimes Fox News, which are all given the establishment line, the corporate media line, the pro-Ukraine line, the pro-Big Pharma line, blah, 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 blah. We exist to give you something that you can't get anywhere else. But now suddenly we're the establishment. We're the establishment because Kevin McCarthy, oh, he was embarrassed last night. Oh, because AOC voted to remove him. Who gives a damn what AOC did last night? Why does it matter? Yeah, she was a useful idiot last night to get rid of Kevin McCarthy. Big freaking deal. AOC is used by Republicans all the time, or I should say Republicans are used by her all the time to advance all their spending bills. You don't hear all these conservatives screaming about that. I mean, unbelievable. The way that people reacted to this last night, you would you would think that Kevin McCarthy was the was Ronald Reagan, the way they were acting last night. Unbelievable to me, the way people were screaming and yelling about this.
Newt Gingrich calling for people to be kicked out of Congress. Would you stop? All these other people, too, going on Laura Ingram show and all these hosts angry and mad and bitter. And then next week when Jim Jordan's speaker, they're all going to pretend like none of this ever happened. They were not on the wrong side of this whatsoever. You listen to these phonies next week. They're all going to do that. Mark my words. Mark my words. I've already heard some of them backtrack today. Oh, yeah. You want to know what the backtracking is? It's this. Ready? And you've heard this. So you'll know what I'm talking about. Well, if it ends up being Jim Jordan as speaker, I guess it was worth it in the end. Or I guess it wasn't as bad. Or I guess that's the silver lining. Translation, I know getting rid of McCarthy was a good thing. But I think it makes me sound like the reasonable, sober adult to say that what happened last night was craziness and anarchy and distracted from the message and blah, 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 blah. When Ronna McDaniel's unhappy, you know you're on the right side of history. When the Republican National Committee establishment is unhappy, guess what? You're on the right side of history. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. I don't know if we have that clip, Matt DeSantis. I saw it on Grabian earlier if you want to grab it for me, buddy. Ronna McDaniel going on about how this was a circus. We can't have this anymore. We can't win if we act like this. This is the mindset, which is that if Republicans don't act like Democrats, we lose. I'm so tired of it. America loses. America loses. That's what happens. So conservatives have a choice to make. Here's the choice. Do you want people in the media to say nice things about you, or do you want to do what's right to save the country? Because the people in the media are never going to say nice things about you. They hate you. They hate your guts. They hate you. They hate you. And just to prove the point how much they hate you, here's a great little test, right? So find somebody in your neighborhood who has a hate has no home your sign on their lawn, right? Go over to them and tell them that you were appalled at what they did to Kevin McCarthy. And they'll be like, oh, a reasonable Republican, finally. And then inevitably the conversation will come up to Trump. And then they're going to play it. They're going to do. They're going to trick you and say, and 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 you agree that Trump is a is a disaster, right? And you'd say, no, I would vote for Trump if against Biden. Yeah, get off my lawn! They'd scream at you and everything like that. They hate you. They hate me. There are people in my own town who hate my guts so much. It's not why we're moving, but you know, I'm I'm going to be smart enough next time to not tell anybody what I do for a living. Uh, hate my guts. Spread lies and rumors about me. They hate me. They will never like me because of my politics. This is the way the left is. This is the modern day left. They hate, they cannot, the the days of sitting around the campfire with these people and having beers and agreeing to disagree is long gone. This is a war. This is a war. It's a peaceful war. I don't want the, and the, the three letter agencies listening to think that I'm trying to start a, a, a violent uh, insurrection, but it's a war to save our country. It is. I'm sorry, but it is. The border's being invaded right now. We have an invasion happening in our southern border. We are giving Ukraine $125 billion. America, as we watch it, cities are being destroyed between our, before our eyes. And all of this is happening exactly by the Democrats' design with a corrupt president driving all this. We either save this country now or we're done. And you know me. I'm not one of those guys who's like, this is the most important election in our lifetime. 382 days till election day. I don't, I don't play those nonsense games, which they do every year, every four years. But come on. But we're, we're, this is it, man. We're at a tipping point here. We're at a tipping point. I have three kids. I want them to grow up in a country where my son 
Patrick will not automatically be accused of guilt if someone makes an accusation about him in college. I want him to be able to get into college if he wants to go without having to worry about the fact that he's a legal citizen, illegal, that he's not an illegal immigrant. Because I heard today from somebody at lunch, a friend of mine who told me that if you if you check on a box that your kid's an illegal immigrant, you, they have a better chance of getting into a college now. And they got a better chance of getting financial aid. That's, that's freaking insane. And if you did the right thing by saving in a 529, you have less chance of getting financial aid. You're getting punished for doing all the right things. This country's at a, at, a, at a tipping point. Malcolm Gladwell wrote that book, The Tipping Point, years ago. So I, when I worked in politics in New Jersey, which was the bulk of my career, I had this guy and this guy named Charlie Smith back then. He was a campaign manager. Great guy. He used to chain smoke, tell all these great stories. I remember one day he told me, he said, read the book, The Tipping Point by Malcolm Gladwell. It's the best book on how to run campaigns. And I did. I read it. And the whole point is how little things become big things. And we are at that moment of a tipping point where when you it it tips and there's no going back to it. America's at that moment right now. And I think my opinion is that if Trump does not get elected. Then America is 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 done for forever i really mean that and trump's gonna be the nominee they're gonna try everything they possibly can to stop him from becoming president and he's not going to become a dictator he's not going to change the constitution he's not going to 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 be president for life he's going to go in there and try to restore the balance between the branches of government and rescue the executive branch of government from the bureaucracy that has taken over the executive branch of government as was the design of the left going back to woodrow wilson and franklin delano roosevelt but if but if a Democrat wins in 2024, we're, we're done. We're done. We, because then the Democrats are going to the border will be even more open than it is now. They'll get citizenship. D.C. will become a state. Puerto Rico will become a state. The filibuster is gone. Supreme Court gets packed. Goodbye. Sayonara. Every great country has at one point in history fallen. It's a reality. I mean, have you been to Rome lately? Have you noticed it's no longer an empire? Have you been to Britain lately? Have you noticed it's no longer an empire? Like, countries fall. This happens. We're, we're watching this all play out. I'm not saying that Kevin McCarthy was the be-all, end-all in this, but I do think that the conservatives who are screaming over McCarthy getting ousted, they sound like a bunch of whiny babies, as if Kevin McCarthy was the, was the glue holding it all together. Kevin McCarthy gave the Democrats everything they freaking wanted in this CR. The guy didn't battle. The guy didn't take a single bus trip. You know, one of the most popular things you can do in politics, one of the most effective things, is a bus tour. Go around the country. Sell it to the American people. Do town hall meetings. Bus tours around the country. Sell your plan. That's what Gingrich did. That's what went back in the 90s when they had the contract with America. They went around the country and they sold it. Town hall meetings, bus trips, diner tours, all of it. Have we done any of that? Nope. Not once. Did we come out in June and say these are what we demand? We did not. We waited till the Friday before the shutdown to just give the Democrats everything that they wanted. Please. Uh, Mike is in Warminster. Mike, how are you, sir? Good. How you doing, Rich? Good, Mike. So here's my take on it. I when McCarthy was uh, elected the first for the first time in there, I didn't want him in there because I didn't feel he was strong enough. But I'm not happy with what happened yesterday with Gates. But I can see on his end, he probably was hearing it from his constituents. You got McCarthy in there, just like you said, that wasn't willing to fight. And and Matt Gates just 
had enough of it and said, listen, we need somebody in here that's strong, that will fight the Democrats tooth and nail. And McCarthy just wasn't it. But I, like I said, I just don't like what happened yesterday. How come you don't like it? I, I just, it's like the Democrats. I'll give Democrats credit. They stick together. When they pick somebody, they stick together no matter what happens with them. The Republican Party, to me, and I'm a Republican, always seems to, to fracture itself some way or another. They don't stick together like glue and back whoever they, they put in there. Whether they like them or not, the Democrats will stick with them uh, unless, for some reason or other, they, they just strictly hate them. Um, like they're like they're doing with Mendez uh, over in Jersey, but the Republicans they they just always seem to have a, a little bit of infighting, like Trump says. Yeah, but Trump fights with Republicans all the time. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. But you know what? You know, I understand what I'm saying about the Democrats. I don't like they'll they'll stick together no matter what. Like they could put somebody, John Featherman. There's a classic example. They put Fetterman up there. They know the guy's incompetent. We elected a dead guy in Pennsylvania, and we put Fetterman in this, as Senate. Because well, they, I mean, the they Republicans have stuck by George Santos. He's still there, right? Yeah. All right, two, two, two things. Number one, Donald Trump, as much as I love the guy, uh, the guy beats up his fellow Republicans all the time. So he's the last person who should comment about Republicans fighting Republicans. That's number one. And, this, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that, by the way. Republicans should fight Republicans. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Uh, Ronald Reagan did not get the nomination in 1980 by kowtowing to George, w, George H.W. Bush. He fought the Bush establishment, and he won. Just like Ronald Reagan fought Gerald Ford in 1976. And he almost won that primary fight in 1976, and then ultimately went on the stage, and Gerald Ford asked him to come and speak, and that's when Reagan gave his very, very famous speech uh, at that convention about a time for choosing, which was a game changer. And everybody at the convention realized they nominated the wrong person. Number two, Democrats may act like they're all unified publicly, but behind the scenes, you know exactly what's happening right now. They want to get rid of the dead guy who's in the Oval Office, Mike. They're trying to figure out who's going to become the nominee. They're, they have a civil war. The difference is that the corporate media doesn't show it. The corporate media shines a light on Republican infighting. Every political party is infighting, and the Democrat Party has massive infighting right now. Yeah, and, and the dead guy I'm talking about is actually, it was there was uh, somebody, I guess, in western Pennsylvania that had passed away, and he got elected some, to some office out there. I wasn't talking about Biden, but I understand what you're saying. Thank you, Rich. You got it, Mike. I appreciate it. I appreciate it very, very much. Uh, 855-839-1210 is the number. All right, listen, quick break. I want to take your calls. Don't go away. We have a lot more to talk about, and uh, we'll be right back. The Zioli Show, on your schedule, from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. All righty. Wednesday, October 4th, Red October, baby. Thank you for being here today. 855-839-1210. So glad you are with us today. A lot to chat about. A lot to chat about on the show today. Thank you for all the wonderful tweets as well. Twitter's blowing up, and I appreciate it. Uh, Susan said, I've been asking this question, can a speaker get anything done when we have so little leverage? You just answered my question with what actions a speaker can take to fight. I don't know if my dislike of McCarthy and Gates is impeding my judgment, 
But thanks for the answer. Look, it's fair. I said to you yesterday, you know, Matt Gates is not the uh, the perfect vessel for this whole thing in terms of delivering this. But hey, look, the guy stepped up. You know what I mean? The guy stepped up. And he's not my favorite person in the world, obviously. But And I don't want him to be speaker. He doesn't want to be speaker. But the guy, did, to his credit, he did step up. And so he deserves credit for that. But the hatred of the guy from conservatives is just amazing. It's like, what, 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 why do you feel such a love for Kevin McCarthy? I can't figure this out. And they keep coming back to, we look like clowns, chaos, blah, 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 blah. Uh, for, for how long? I mean, this is exactly what they said last time during the speaker fight to get McCarthy elected. Does anyone remember that? 15 rounds? No, nobody remembers that. No one. So don't worry about it. If we look like clowns right now, it's okay. It'll be over by next week and everybody will go back to living their lives. Halloween is almost here. People will be fine. They won't remember this. And what, and you know what? Don't, and again, and I said this at the start of the show, stop thinking that you can set the agenda for the corporate media. Stop thinking you can direct the narrative. The Republicans have to go directly to the American people. Stop thinking that the media is going to tell the story the way you want to tell it. I heard somebody today give that analysis. Well, the media, this is a distraction. What they should be talking about is Biden's economy and, and Hunter Biden. And they should, this is a distraction. Like the media is going to talk about that stuff anyway. Stop. You know they're not. Corporate media is not going to talk about what we want them to talk about. They never do. And after the Republicans agreed with the CR, all they did was bust Republicans' chops for bringing up the fact that Jamal Bowman pulled the freaking fire alarm. Uh, Paul's in Ocean City. Paul, how are you, sir? Uh, Good, Rich. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, The insanity is... that, that everybody groups together is found in the CCP and the Politburo. Th- those are the, uh, the, the people that uh, the Democrats are mimicking. Uh, Matt Gates was 100% right as far as the insanity of, of letting things keep going the way they're going with, uh, uh, you know, 33 children. Oh, you there? Everything. Okay. Um, yes, can you hear me? I got you. Hello? I got you, Paul. Um, Go ahead. So uh, the insanity, I don't know, the, the, the Politburo and uh, the Democrats mimic more the Politburo and the CCP. And, and uh, the, the, the insanity uh, that Matt Gates brought up is 100% right. We can't just keep, uh, sl- the Democrats are slowly chiseling away at everything that we stand for. Uh, and that's how we get the $33 trillion in debt, open border, and, and the crime going to the ceiling and all that. But, uh, I, I 100% agree with what you're saying. It's, it's, it's really sad to see. Oh, you, you mentioned uh, Bowman. Um, if they're not going to uh, go after him, they need to release everybody that's in jail from January 6th. I agree. All these people are there for interfering with an official congressional proceeding. And so if they're not going to go after Bowman, all those people should be released. I agree. As a matter of principle. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm sure the ACLU will be filing uh, amicus briefs on their behalf any moment now. Uh, Big Al's in Mullica Hill. Hello, Big Al. Hey, Rich. I met you at the Jack Chitterelli uh, fundraiser in Haddonfield. I'm a former pro basketball player with the Globetrotters. uh, I remember you. you Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you seem a little taller, taller on the radio. But anyhow, listen, <laughs> Very my, vote nice. for speaker, 
my vote for Speaker of the House is Rich Zioli or Mark Levin. Leave uh, Jordan where he is because he's doing such a fantastic job there. You see, what really got me going was when McCarthy kept on saying, well, we're, we're going to subpoena uh, Hunter Biden. We're going to subpoena, and, and nothing ever happened. You know, and, and I, it, it just tur- it just turned me off so much. Nothing was happening. You know, they, they got to grow a set of Trump uh, uh, Trump things. You know what I mean? And uh, like you have, like Mark has, and like uh, Jordan has. And, uh, you know, it, 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 you know, until this happens, you know, they're going to keep on walking all over us. And this country is well, right now we're almost like a third world country anyway. Yeah. And look, you know what, what the last caller said, too, which is a great point. I mean, it, you know, this idea of, of, of fighting uh, over vision, over ideas, it does not happen in totalitarian countries. And it doesn't happen in the Democrat Party for the most part because they're all totalitarians. They're all Marxists. So they all believe the same philosophy. Republicans are having have- a, come, a, a, a moment right now where they're battling over what the party wants to stand for at this moment. Do you want to stand for Ukraine funding or, or not? I mean, that's a great example of that, right? Do you want to be the party that says we're going to give you and everything we want or uh or, or do you want to push back against that that's just one example you, you you have to separate you have to separate the funding from the border you know i mean and this is what they do someone's got to finally i, I agree with what gates did you know so he got he has a set and, and that's what we exactly need we need someone that wants to get something done instead of the, the same old rubber stamp stuff uh i'll be seeing jack tomorrow night at a fundraiser over in gloucester county tell him i said hello okay i will rich god bless you and keep up the good work Al, God bless you too, buddy. Thank you very much. Frank is in Burlington. Frank, my man, what's going on? Hey, Rich. Love your show. Um, I I really don't mind what Gates did. Uh, However, I I just really, I don't care if it's Jordan, Scalise, if it's Trump. Uh, If you don't have the numbers in the Senate and um, you don't have the presidency, sorry, but there's only so much you can do. And you can say, oh, just keep keep the government shut down until they give you what you want. That that's not even logical. So it's like, you know, you can you can make your statements, but I don't mean you, but I mean as, as far as you know the, the eight that voted against him. But I just don't see anything changing. I, I I don't until we can get at least the presidency. Well, look, I mean, this whole idea of we keep the government shut down again. You're you're implying that it would be on Republicans. Republicans need to go out there and say these are these. This is what we want. And push back. And so, yeah, the media is going to say that it's the Republicans who are shutting it down. Go to the American people and explain it's not us. We just have these three things we want. We want the border secure. We want Ukraine funding to be in a separate bill. And uh, we want spending cuts across the board. I think the American people would agree with that. But they don't even try. They don't even try to play offense, Frank. They, it's, it's like they, they just yeah. give up before the battle even begins. Did you see them push back on any of those points? No. Um, although I will say at least a little progress was made going after the DOJ and made, I mean, you know, it, everything was sure. horrible. But, no, but, I didn't you know, say everything was. I, and, I th- and I gave McCarthy credit for creating the House Select Subcommittee on the Weaponization of Government. I, I give him credit for who he appointed as chair of the Oversight Committee, the chair of the Judiciary Committee. I'm, I'm not saying the guy was all bad, but th- the fact is that w- what led to his demise was the complete surrender on this CR that happened. Happened. And at no point right. did I see them playing offense on this at all. Not once. No, you're right. Well, all I can say is I'm rooting for Jordan. I'd, I'd hate to lose him, you know, in the other areas. But, uh, yeah, I, I hopefully he'll have some more uh, onions. <laughs> That's all I can say. I agree, my friend. Thank you, Frank. Appreciate it. Henry is in Huntington Valley. Hello, Henry. Yeah, bro. It's not Henry. It's heavy. Oh, Heavy. Sorry, Heavy. I don't have my glasses on. What's up, my man? I know you. You did the same thing to me last. I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm good. 
I couldn't be Remind everybody why you go by heavy. Right What's that? Remind everybody why you go by heavy. Ah, I used to be a little big in uh, in high school. <laughs> and you still want to go with that, huh? Even all, after all these years? Ah, I love it. All right, I like it. I like it. But, um... Yeah, I, I'm I'm happy with what's going on right now. Kevin McCarthy, the the guy was comparable to Asa Hutchinson. I mean, nobody liked him. He he was a loser as speaker. He was a loser before being speaker. I mean, anybody it takes you know almost twenty rounds just to get a job. Did, did anybody think you know maybe this this guy's not the best guy to to lead the party? It, it just it, it just drives me absolutely insane. I am tired of the Kevin McCarthy's of of the Senator McConnell's of the the Ronald McDaniel's like I am just absolutely fed up with the leadership in the Republican party because they you know they they sit there and they act like you know we're we're uh, just like regular people you know we're for good american values you know and and it's just it's just an absolute lie and they, they should be embarrassed. They should be Ronald McDaniel should be embarrassed by these debates. You know, you have you have Donald Trump who's out there getting what looks like overwhelming majority of support of, of Republican voters. And she's still going out there having these absolutely ridiculous debates that mean nothing, having these people who have no no business being up there in the first place. And it's just it's just embarrassing. And I'm just tired of not getting anything out of the people that apparently, you know, claim to represent us. And I'm, I'm happy, you know, that Matt Gates finally, you know, did something about it because you need somebody in there who's actually going to have a strong voice. Who's who's gonna, who's going to be able to persuade people to, to our side. I mean, the, the people in the media might might be calling us clowns now, but do you, they certainly uh, aren't going to be happy about what's going on behind closed doors. But in the past, they on every deal that they you know they got a good deal on, they were they were calling us clowns behind our backs because they would just you know we would just give them whatever whatever they want. Like it's you know the border is absolutely. Uh, I mean, I don't know how you could say it's 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 never been in a worse worse position than it is now. You know, I want I want my new speaker to go in there first day and say no more of this. We're closing this down. We're going to do everything we can to stop Joe Biden and his ridiculous policies. I mean, this 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 just has to end. Like the time is running out because if. We just let the Democrats continue to doing what they do and just continue to let all these people in. You know, we have no chance of ever winning winning a presidential election if Texas becomes it becomes blue. I mean that's 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 their plan. And if you if you're not doing anything to stop this, you you're not helping us. You're you're only hurting us. And Kevin McCarthy certainly wasn't helping us. Heavy, thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Well said, and uh, my apologies for calling you Henry. No, you're the man. No, you're the man. <laughs> Especially because I, I, I equated you to Henry. <laughs> Our Henry. There's no worse insult than being called No, it's Henry. like the worst thing I could say.
It's better to say you're Fidel Castro's bastard love child <laughs> than to say you're Henry. Allegedly. Uh, thank you. Yes, allegedly. <laughs> guys are mean. <laughs> hey, you called it last night. The Marlins won. <laughs> <laughs> I am very glad I was wrong. You know, I'm going to stop listening to you for your sports picks in, in all I, seriousness. Well, all right. That's fine. I don't care. Everyone else can listen. It's just, yeah, I No, I no, worry no, about no one should listen to you. No, I think people like, oh, should listen to The Eagles are going to crush the commies. Last night, the Marlins are going to win. He's uh, made three bold predictions in the last, like, what, three or four weeks. He said the Eagles were going to struggle against the Patriots. and uh, No, he said the Patriots were going to uh, win. The Eagles struggled, but they still won. Then he said the uh, Eagles would walk all over Washington. That obviously didn't occur. And then he predicted a Marlins victory. That didn't occur either. <laughs> Our sports guy is, is not great. I'm not, a, I'm not a mind reader. I'm ge- course. What's that? I'm not a mind reader here. I'm just say- I'm giving my analysis on what the game would be like. I thought last night was a bad matchup for the Phillies. I think tonight's a better one. I'm still not thrilled about playing the Marlins because the Marlins are the thorn in the Phillies' side. So you're taking the Phillies to win tonight? Yeah, they should. They should stomp them out. No, get the fish out of town, stomp them out, get them out, don't let them take it to a third game. All right, so are you predicting a Phillies victory tonight? I will go out on the limb and say, yes, the Phillies blow out the Marlins tonight. Oh, then we're screwed. Yeah, we're done. (laughs) We're done. (laughs) Get ready for game three tomorrow night. And I would like to say I was on point with my Eagles Bucks analysis. They did wipe the Bucks, the floor with the Bucks. All right, that so was that was so long three. ago. No one even remembers. Well, but he brought up the Patriots in Week One. I can't bring up the Monday Night Football game that happened what less than fourteen days I'll ago. Give it to you, but you're still one in three. That's a bad record. It's not wrong, Henry. I'm just saying. Shooting twenty five percent here. All right, <laughs> could be worse. What are you shooting? I don't see you going out on the limb here. Uh, no one asked my opinion on sports because I don't know anything. Yeah, we asked his opinion on uh, uh, Douche Vigier's uh, <laughs> theories on politics. Uh, let me go to Terry in Morristown, New Jersey. Hello, Terry. Ted, how are you, Rich? Great. How are you? Uh, doing okay. Being better, hopefully, next Tuesday when uh, something occurs, as you know. So um, I somewhat agree with you. I don't know about the Steve Scalise thing. I've heard from other sources he seems to go on a little more moderate ever since the shooting, and he is dealing with his cancer right now. So I do agree. Jim Jordan would be great. That's number one. Maybe Chip Roy or maybe Rich Zioli. Uh, if asked, I will not. What's it? What's the quote to say? I know, I know, I know. But another thing I wanted to mention, too, um, regarding Trump, you're not going to get the entire House to ever vote for him. Half the House hates him, no matter what. And you need the entire Republican side to get whoever you want for Speaker, because you're going against the Dems. You know what I mean? Republicans, got, I, I agree with you, but I, I do think to, if... if if Trump becomes the it, it, I, look, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think he really wants it deep down. Oh inside, no, I don't but, think so either. I don't think yeah. so either. And then one last thing before I go is uh, uh, I don't know one or two callers back was talking about uh, getting nothing done because of the Senate. Not necessarily. What happened to just shutting the purse and stop spending money? Stop giving money to all these sources. The House holds the purse. So stop giving it to them. You are correct. Maybe you'll get somewhere that way. That's it. That's the only power that they really have. But they don't do it. 
And I agree 100%. Uh, He should have never been speaker. I I was one of those people that stayed up to like 1.30 in the morning listening to those 15 times they voted. Um, Yeah, he should have never been speaker. So I agree with everything you're saying. So in the meantime, enjoy the rest of your day, Rich. And thanks a lot. Thanks, Terry. Appreciate it very much. 855-839-1210. You have a great day. All right, Charles, you get the last word on this, my friend. Go ahead. Rich, I'm as angry as you at the response from last night. I I gotta be honest with you, Republicans just disgust me. They don't play to win and Democrats do. After twenty twenty, all you had to do was see the way the Democrats handle elections, the ground game, and you could have overwhelmingly won the, the Congress last year in twenty twenty two. But that no, they don't do that. Democrats find ways to win elections and get solid majorities. And Republicans, they're just lovable losers, but they're really good at campaigning and, and fundraising. They don't, they don't miss a step or a beat there, do they? So, yeah, McCarthy had to go. He stands for nothing. He's like every, just about every other politician in D.C. They stand for nothing. They make plenty of cash. They make plenty of money. The rest of us are out here working our tail ends off, trying to make ends meet, grow families. And, and, and what are we doing? I mean, this is ridiculous. Who the heck stands up for the little guy? The billionaire out of New York is the only guy I've seen in the last 25 to 30 years standing up for the little guy. The billionaire must be out of touch and such a mean guy and such a mean tweeter. So, yeah, I mean, you know, if Jim Jordan's the Speaker of the House, that would be awesome. I, I like Jim Jordan. I think he stands for something. I think he has a set of values that kind of guides his course. But you have to agree. I mean, you you hang out with these folks. You know them. You've, you've managed some of their campaigns. Who the heck really stands for anything down there? It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. Anyway, they stand I'm for just- enriching themselves when they leave office, Charles, and that's the reality. Thanks for the call, buddy. I appreciate it. You have a great night. 855-839-1210. They stand for enriching themselves when they leave office, and this is the biggest problem. But look, your, your job as speaker, your big job is to sell it. Kevin McCarthy couldn't sell it. And in your job, if your job is sales and you can't sell it, you get shown the door. You get shown the door. And I don't know how many national conservative hosts would scream that your boss is a Marxist because you got fired because you didn't make your quota. You couldn't sell it. You couldn't get deliver the, the product and the goods. McCarthy couldn't sell it. Bottom line, he got shown the door. Let's stop acting like this was this is some lifetime appointment here. Like now we got to wait, wait for more white smoke to come out. He couldn't sell it. He got to even fight. He got to even try to fight against this continuing resolution. And he had options. And look, if he had gone and gone to the mattresses and fought like hell and did everything possible, he got rolled over. He rolled over so fast. Give me a break. Because Kevin McCarthy, I know this type. I know this kind of guy. You know what kind of guy he is? A guy looking to get cash a paycheck down the road. It's exactly what I said to you last night. These guys think to themselves, what's next? They get so happy having their big dinners at Capitol Grill and their steaks and people kissing their ass all day and calling them congressmen, congressmen, Mr. Speaker, Mr. Speaker. And then they know all the opportunities that await them when they leave. All the opportunities. That's all they care about. That's what they care about. 
And the one thing they don't want to appear to be is unreasonable because then maybe corporate America might be afraid to put you on a board, might be afraid to give you a, you know, a five hundred thousand dollar salary just to sit on a board of directors at some fortune 500 company because you're unreasonable. No, he's a reasonable guy, blah, blah, blah. So then that's all guys like him care about. That's what guys like McCarthy care about. Jordan, that guy's a fighter. That guy's a fighter. You know the difference. I know the difference. That's the difference right there. 855-839-1210. Listen, Emmons Roofing and Siding, they do great work. They did great work for my home, and I am so happy that I use them for my roof, windows, siding, doors, and, yes, remodeling projects as well. That's right. I'm so excited to tell you that Emmons Roofing and Siding is also Emmons Remodeling. They remodeled my kitchen. They remodeled my bathroom. They did a phenomenal job. You can see their great projects at EmmonsRemodeling.com or visit their showroom in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. When it comes to a roof, you can't mess around with this. My roof has a lifetime warranty on it. Lifetime warranty. The Owens Corning shingle, the best in the business. And Emmons is there for you every step of the way. They're honest. The job's done on time. It's done on budget. Matt and Stephanie, the owners, know how important you are to me, and they're going to make sure they make you incredibly happy. They serve Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, and the Jersey Shore. And the best part is Emmons will get it done. A lot of these contractors out there, they'll take your money and you won't see them again. They'll get a better offer. They'll leave you in the lurch. Emmons gets the job done and they get it done right. Roof repairs, new roof, windows, doors, siding, remodeling projects. Emmons has literally done it all for me. I joke that my house is the house that Emmons built. So just go to EmmonsRoofing.com or EmmonsRemodeling.com and it's a great way for you to go for your home. The trustworthy company, the company that I trust as well, EmmonsRoofing.com. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. Oh, I got a lot. I got a lot going on today. It's a busy, busy day. And of course, it's Red October, baby. So, uh, yeah, we got to chat about some things. No question about it. Uh, I believe, first of all, let me play for you, Ronna McDaniel. Ronna McDaniel, the, uh, the head of the Republican National Committee. And again, you know, I mean, I think if you're on the opposite side of Ronna McDaniel, it's a good day for you. I really believe that. I, I really do. I, I believe that 100%. Rana is part of the problem, in my opinion. I want a cleanse of the Republican National Committee. I want a complete cleanse. I want to start over and a complete cleanse. Just look at these debates, these clown show debates that the Republican National Committee keeps keeps happening, uh, keeps uh, allowing to go on here. Uh, this is what she said. Take a listen. Matt? Having a little trouble know, here with the playback. Okay, good. Let's make sure we don't have this motion to vacate so we happy warrior like kevin mccarthy and i'm going to say let's just get the business of the american people done let's get this speaker vote done let's make sure we don't have this motion to vacate so we don't have chaos again we can't do this next year we cannot do this and win if this happens again we are jeopardizing a very small house majority what i will say to the individuals who did this yesterday who are fundraising through the whole process i really hope that every dollar they raise they give to those 18 Republicans sitting in districts that Biden won. You know, Ronna McDaniel is not the chairwoman of the Republican Party. She's the chairwoman of the Republican National Committee. There's a big difference. She's not the head of the Republican Party. She's the head of the Republican National Committee. The Republican National Committee has the organizational uh, authority over the structure of the Republican Party. 
The Republican Party is made up of you and me and every other person who registers or votes as a Republican because it's the only other option you have. But she's the head of the Republican National Committee. And she's elected by the Republican National Committee members. I didn't vote for her. Did you? No, you didn't. And as somebody who was a former Republican county chairman, I can tell you that the head of the Republican Party does not exist. The head of the Republican National Committee exists. And their job is a distinct job involving fundraising for Republican candidates. And that's their job. So let's not act like she's the boss here of the Republicans, because she's not. And in my opinion, she's she's definitely part of the problem. Uh, Felicia is in the Northeast. Felicia, hello. How are you? Good. How are you, Rich? I'm doing well. Proud as the only Army member. Oh, thank you, Felicia. I love to hear that. Yeah. So I just wanted to comment that with all the talk that's been going on uh discussing the McCarthy ousting and the motion to vacate and the the pros, the cons, and this and that. I mean, everybody's forgetting, like, the biggest news takeaway from last night, and that's Nancy Pelosi getting kicked out of her office. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the victory. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. They booted the old bat out of the office. I love it. Yeah, but the empiric one's got to find a new coffin now. <laughs> Well done, Felicia. Thank you very much for the call. Love you. Love your show. Go Phillies. Love you, too. Go Phillies. Absolutely. Red October, baby. Red October. All right, listen, we're going to switch gears for just a moment. We're going to talk about uh, what Biden is doing to destroy the immigration system in this country. Also, Larry Krasner coming out and saying something uh, absurd, but exactly what I predicted, which is that he's going to go soft on all of the rioters and looters in Philadelphia. We have the audio evidence. Plus, the judge in the Trump case is a complete and utter lunatic. Wait till you hear his thoughts on George nullification it is insanity we'll talk about that as well we got 30 minutes of non-stop talk coming up for you straight ahead rich zioli weekday afternoons three to seven talk radio 1210 wpht and on the free odyssey app call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.